Good morning, Alana. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. No worries. Have some of these results surprised you? When you cast your eye over the results so far, the big names, you know, you've got France, you've got England, you've got USA, and they've obviously dis, uh, destroyed Vietnam in that first outing. But has there any ever been a more contested and competitive FIFA World Cup? Yeah, I don't think there has been. And considering they've introduced 32 yeah. teams for the first time, you're kind of—I was kind of expecting round one to have a few blowouts, but maybe the Japan game five 0 I think that's been the biggest scoreline so far. So it's fantastic to see, and I think it's just proving uh, the worldwide game and how it's growing in the women's space um, everywhere. Yeah, we're absolutely loving it, and we cannot wait for tomorrow because Norway. Uh, Football Ferns has inspired this country. Everyone's jumped on this bandwagon tomorrow night, 5.30, up against the Philippines, who has played a lot of football as of late, but went down 2-0 against Switzerland. Can the Football Ferns do it all again? Yeah, look, I think they can. I think this is an amazing opportunity for them to pick up three points and, and secure you know, a spot in the round of 16. I think it's going to be amazing. So, yeah, jump on the bandwagon. I'm sure they won't mind. <laughs> do, you, do you think any changes will be made, Alana, to the to the team, or are we going to be seeing the same uh, uh, girls run out? Yeah, I think you wouldn't, unless there's an injury, I don't think you'd, ta- you'd not start any of those 11. You know, that was a fantastic uh, performance from that 11. So I think you reward that. I think what you might see is a little bit of a sh- change in tactics, and I think they'll go out and try and win this game from, you know, the, the, the whistle. So uh, maybe a little bit of tactical change, but I think that first 11 will, will, will be the team that walks the ball out, yeah, for sure. When you look at the Philippines, and they've got a couple of key players, Angie Beard has obviously played for Australia and switched allegiance to play for the Philippines. US-born striker Serena Bolden. Are those the keys if the Philippines are going to have any chance? Yeah, I think so. I think um, when you watched the Philippines opening game, Ange Beard was playing in a centre-back role. So I think they're using her experience and her pace and her physicality to kind of hold that defensive line. Normally she kind of plays a full-back, kind of attacking full-back role. And then you're bolding up front. She's um, she's fun to watch, that's for sure. She's uh, definitely not a traditional striker. So, yeah, one to watch out for. Alana, what are you making of, of the tournament so far? I, look, I saw that USA's first goal. I thought it, it was one for the reels. This the back heel uh, into the into the the um, the line of the striker who, who's just hit that goal. What do, what do you make of the the tournament so far? Are we, is it is it up to expectations? Stepping up to expectations? I, I don't think yet. I think in terms of the football, I think we haven't seen the, you know the best is to come. I think round one's always kind of that nervous round where everyone either you know gets something out. I think the top teams. Uh, although they're picking up results, I don't think they're playing well. Um, mm. USA weren't fluid, um, how we've seen them in the past. I mean, Sophia Smith, she's an incredible player, so incredible to watch. But I think, yeah, I think the best is yet to come. And I think when we start this round, we start to see some of those really big matchups like USA, Netherlands, and things like that. I think that's when we'll start to see the, the really class football. European champions, England. Didn't look like a title contestant, only 1 0 up against Haiti. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, again, I think similar to the USA, they managed to get the points. They'll probably still qualify top of their group, um, so they'll get through. But they're full of class. You look at their bench, Lauren Jane's coming off the bench, players like that, that's world-class players. I think they'll sort themselves out pretty quickly. I think they'll be all right. <laughs> out of all the unfancied teams, who has impressed you the most? Who has brought the most surprises in terms of these results? We're only one round in. 
you know, we can't get too excited, but there are some names. <laughs> you can get excited. You got to. It's got to be the Kiwis. You, can, you, you can't not talk about them. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they were planning. Whether they were planning to try pick a point up on that game or not. But um, yeah, outstanding. And then I think um, Ireland. I know they didn't beat um, Australia, but I thought they put them on the back foot and uh, really pushed them hard. So that pool's a really interesting one to watch. Um, and then you can't go past this morning. Jamaica drawing against France. That's a pretty massive result. Um, I didn't see the game, but that's a huge result for them, yeah. Let's talk about the, the performance of the football fans. Many were probably expecting them to play a bit, a bit, little bit more defensive style. Obviously, the threats in Hedenberg and, and what Norway possessed. Did that surprise you with their approach and how aggressive they were on the ball? Look, I think uh, Norway were a little underwhelming, to be fair. Um, not to take anything mm. away from the terms. Uh, Rebecca Stott and Katie Bowen were exceptional at the back and were a bit behind them. You know, we're talking top 10 players. Like, we're talking the players mm. they against the world class. And um, they just shut them down. They didn't let them create a, a lot. And, and then even with the ball, we just showed more composure. We didn't, you know, lose it in the last 10 because of nerves or anything like that. They, they held a 90-minute performance together and... Um, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was amazing to watch. Should we should we be worried? Should the Aussies be worried? Sam Kerr out till game three. A, l- a little bit, I think. What she does for that team mm. is, you know, she really drives them on the pitch. So, um, if it is only two games, I think they'll be okay. I mean, they have the players to replace her. You know, Caitlin Ford up top is, in my opinion, is equally as good. Um, but they just need to, yeah, know that they can win without Sam Kerr. I think is the, is the the tricky one for them, um, but yeah, she'll she'll she won't miss it. Thank you. She'll she'll be back. She'll be back. Yeah. And what about what about uh, Sarai Beam and and her role at FIFA? Is that the quality that's grown across the globe in football? Is that much much of that come down to her and her role with FIFA? I'm not sure. Not sure on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that sits. Yeah, because it looks like yeah. it looks like they've got something right here with the the development of uh, of women's football. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about it? Because you you know a lot about um, the colleges and that. Can you tell us about how big it is um, as far as the USA athletes go? Because it seems like there's quite a few athletes from the USA sprinkled throughout the tournament in lots of teams. Yeah, that's right. You start to see these smaller nations. Um, seek outside of their country and um, yeah, a lot reside in, in, in America through the college system. Um, I think it's smart. I think it's something we don't capitalise on um, well. You know, the, the American college system is like nothing else. So you get into a good college and you're, you belong to something bigger than, than football and you can turn your, physically turn yourself into an absolute weapon and um, they have the technical, tactical, they, they just have everything. The, the resource there is unreal. So um, I think, you know, if you're 18 and <laughs> looking to improve, I think it's a, it's a good uh, duty to go on. And, and I think the countries that are tapping into that, um, yeah, are smart ones. What's the strength like in the schools and, and football, the pathways at the moment, Alana? Like, obviously, seeing the football fans do that, mate, there'll be so many young ladies around the country that will be just inspired from what they've seen. Is there a genuine opportunity to crack on from New Zealand? Oh, I think there has to be. I think if New Zealand football is serious about growing the female game, this is this is the time to leverage. Um, you no, know, we've just launched New Zealand football just launched the Fantail program, which is a 
um, a girls' football program for those junior age groups. So my expectation would be we start seeing these hubs really fill up and girls get wanting to give it a try. So we've got an opportunity now to ensure those that that's a quality product, and those girls, you know, we like we like the spark in them, and, and they fall in love with football too. Yeah, we're hoping to see them thrive off this opportunity. Obviously, the infrastructure that has been bought to FIFA and the clubs will be relishing of that new facilities that have been put in place. It's only an opportunity to leverage on this. We appreciate you coming on the show, Alana, and uh, tomorrow night, just a quick prediction, 5.30 at Wellington Ooh. Stadium. <laughs> what do you see? I'm What's go- the scoreline? I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1 to the Ferns. 8 no. Hey, no. Hannah Wilkinson, a triple? Yeah, triple. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You heard it from here. Alana Gunn predicting 3 1 win over the Philippines tomorrow night. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, appreciate it. I I think you're out in the elements. It's a bit windy. It's horrible out there, isn't it? Just walking the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're keen. It's absolutely blowing out there. All the best. Thanks so much for joining us. No worries.